Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody, welcome to the new day. Welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream podcast. My name is Barry Miracle, and I hope you've uh, been seeing some of my other podcasts. This is your first time, please uh, feel so welcome here. Go back, check out some of our other stuff that I've done, um, and and it's all about equipping you and training you for reigning, training for reigning, and and understanding the seasons and the times that we're in. And it's been line upon line, precept upon precept, and that um, trying to bring a full uh, knowledge of the stature of Christ Jesus that you are predestined to become. Your, your life really determines on your destination. I, I know that your the destination is not necessarily what I'm driving forward into, uh, but I have to have a, a destination um, that I am in a place that I that I'm, I'm already in a place. I'm already everything that God has called me to be in the midst of everything that I'm becoming. <laughs> But anyway, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with some amazing, wonderful things about the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and what it is to wake up into your dream, what it is to understand how that you have come into this realm uh, on purpose, with a purpose, to fulfill a purpose and with more resources than you could ever use. Ladies and gentlemen, you are literally overkill. And so this is what we've been dealing with. And so the last, this is a third part uh, um, of, of this series on the reformation of the new creation. We are being reformed in our reformation. We, so we, when you got born again, you got reformed, okay? You got upgraded. And I want to talk about uh, the, the moment the greatest revelation I've ever received in my life has to do with my salvation, reformation, and what Jesus did and what I became at when, when he was the last Adam um, that came here. Jesus was the last Adam. You're either under one Adam or you're under the last Adam. You're under number one Adam and, or the last Adam. What Adam is your lineage under? Because Jesus Christ came and he fulfilled he fulfilled the rudiments. He fulfilled the law of the covenant in the flesh, and he abolished death. He fulfilled the law, but he abolished death, and he abolished sin, making uh, death inoperative in your life. So the death is still operating, but in your life, because of Jesus Christ, death has come inoperable. Uh, let me just read this scripture. I'm way ahead of where I want to go, but let me just read this here. It's found in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. Who has saved us and called us 
with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own, his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So you need to know that uh, Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. And if Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth, we need to, you need to know, we all need to know that he was our savior before he was our creator. We were already in Christ Jesus before there ever was a fall. And we are still in Christ Jesus. We have never been outside of him. But what the problem, the issue is, and so and what are you saying, Barry? Are you saying that everybody's saved or, or, or Jesus didn't need to come? No, Jesus had to fulfill in the flesh what was done in the spirit. Jesus had to come and fulfill the law. Jesus had to come and pay the price of your salvation. But here, here's the war. We have never left God. God has never left us. We were separated. We Sin caused a separation. But when Jesus came, he abolished death. We, oh my word. We, let me read that again who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus. When we step into Christ Jesus, it's like we never left him. There is no such thing as the former life. Everything has become brand new. Okay. You don't believe me. Okay. Let's just go over here. I got to give you scripture on this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'll come back to Timothy in just a second. 2 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. So what does that have to do with the reformation of the new creation? Well, we are actually right now, ladies and gentlemen, being reformed in the midst of our, of our reformation. Our spirits are acclimatizing. We are, there, there's like we're being born again, born again. When we are coming into some revelation in, in such an impactful way. And so hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. Am, am I saying that Jesus has to die again so I have to receive a new Jesus? No, 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 no. No, absolutely no. One Jesus died for all people once and for all. But we are getting such a revelation of the, of our new creation. It's like we're we're uh, being born again all over again. You're you're coming into some revelation. You're walking through some doorways into the kingdom of God that's going to so reform you that you will be transformed. Why? Because of what you're hearing. By the washing of the water of the word of God, you are being transformed. You are being reformed. You are about to be restored as we step into these moments of the restoration of all things. Now, hopefully that didn't Sound like a whole bunch of double speaking that you followed me through on that. But uh, suffice to say, <laughs> I, 
I can't cover everything in a half an hour here. I'm trying to ram as much as I can in here. Uh, so uh, bear with me here as, as this guy who has so much uh, that I want to pour out into you that um, sometimes I get ahead of myself. <laughs> anyway, Father God, thank you for this episode. Thank you for these people that are watching. Father God, I'm asking that you would, you would give us the revelation of our reformation. And Father God, as you're reforming the, the, uh, the templates and as you're reforming the terra firma and the atmospheres and the, the very terra firma, the, the territories and the, the landscape of everything, Lord God, as you are, Lord God, I'm asking for a grace to be able to handle all the change, a, a grace, Lord God, to handle the speed of, of operations, Lord God, give us God's speed. Give us the ability to walk with you, to be yoked with you, to be harnessed up to you. To, Lord God, your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And I pray today that we would get the revelation of our new creation and the reformation of the church, what is going on right now in Jesus' mighty name. So there's a reforming of the body. So I'm not necessarily so much talking about the reformation of your spirit. I'm talking about the reformation of the spirit of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's probably the best way to put it because, because he is bringing some things to the surface. He, he, he is uh, teaching us some things about identity that is going to give us an ability to conquer and to live victorious in this season of flux that we are in. We are in the state of flux. We just drove over the border and we and, and we hit the, the state of flux. When I drive from Ontario into the new state of New York, I go across this border. I go across in, uh, from one sphere of government and governance and, and, and laws and rules and regulations, and I enter into another state of affairs, another state of living, another state of being. And we've entered into a new state even as we drive from Canada into the United States of America. We're driving into another state and we are in, we are moved, we move from foundational living, foundational reformation, uh, a foundational formation, foundational refortification, uh, dying to self, repentance for old works, all these different things that were preparing us. Was that a great season? That was an, a, a needed season that we needed to get the tools that we now have, to get the weapons that we now have, and to have the foundation of what we have so that we are uh, and, and understand that we are planted as, as oak trees by the rivers of living water. Let me, let me read a scripture for you that was that Tammy and I were getting into this morning in our prayer time together. Jeremiah chapter 17. Verses seven, seven and eight. Listen to this. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. 
Your hope can be in nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. My hope, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only in Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. You need to understand, in this season, there is sinking sand all over the place because everything that is can be shaken has been shaken and is still being shook. Things are just shaking. They're shaking up, and the world has yet to see the shaking. But don't be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. You are standing on the rock, Lord Jesus. And if you've ever believed in the promises of God, you must believe in them now. Okay. My hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river. I'm planted. You're planted by the waters, by the living waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when the heat comes. Ladies and gentlemen, you will not fear if your trust is in the Lord. Do not trust your, your savings account. Don't put trust your bank accounts. Don't trust your, your, your retirement fund. Don't trust in the government. Don't trust in man, the strong arm of the flesh. Don't trust in anything except for the Lord and what he is doing and in his promises. They are vast. They are awesome. But you are reformed. You are being transformed and you will be restored because you need to be uh we need to be a whole nation of solutionists. We need to understand that we don't have to fear when these things begin to happen. When when things when people's hearts melt. Do you know how many people's hearts have melted because of leadership that was going down to Epstein's island? How many people are disappointed? How many people are dismayed by the fall of this massive leader and that massive leader? And, and, and they put their trust again. Sometimes charismatics and Pentecostals are really hard on Catholics because they think they have idols in their life. No disrespect to Catholics. I don't mean they're, I'm not, coming against them. Maybe I am coming against my own move of, 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 of Pentecostalism. But we have made idols out of our preachers. We've made idols out of our fathers and our mothers at times. And not that it's not good to give honor. Hear what I'm saying once again. Not what I'm not saying. You need to hear this right now. We must put all of our trust in the Lord. My trust is in not in my spiritual father and mother. Do I trust that they're going to do the right thing? Yeah, I, I absolutely do. But my trust is in the Lord. I lower my expectations upon man and I up my investment. I'm more, I'm trying to more invest in my spiritual fathers and mothers than they're investing in me. I'm not, I'm not looking to them for anything except that I am walking in obedience and God is going to give me a harvest through their lives whenever he wants to. It's not up to them and it's not up to me. It's up to God.
So anyway, let me get back to scripture. I got off on a bit of a rant, but do you hear the word of the Lord though? Our trust must be in him. And when our trust is in him, we don't have to fear the things that are happening. So uh, for he shall be like those that, okay, let me just start all over again. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is, is the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. My hope is the Lord. The Lord God is my hope. I don't have just hope in the Lord. The Lord is my hope. For he shall, verse eight, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Guys, it is really important that when Jesus comes to us and he needs an answer from us for people, and he needs an answer for him, which is an answer generally for people, that we are don't come up like the fig tree. Fig tree had leaves. It looked good. My God. It looked good, but was not producing fruit. God is in, interested in this season more than any other season in your life to produce fruit when it is impossible to produce fruit. He wants you to not only produce fruit, he wants you to produce much fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and that your fruit would remain. You need a fresh revelation of your new creation. And church, you need to know that the spirit of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, that, that, that we are all being reformed in this season. We are taking, he is putting us into new places, uh, new atmospheres, new environments, new echelons of responsibilities and platforming us and giving us affluence and influence and revealing the mysteries of the end time. For why? Because we need to be fruitful. And I want to tell you, when everybody else, including world economics, are trying to tell you it is impossible, you'll barely be able to survive according to the inflation and the 10,000 businesses that have set, shut down in Canada, Canada alone. 10,000 restaurants have closed down because of COVID. Now, what is that saying? We need to go into the restaurant business. You see, are you, what are you talking about, Barry? I'm talking about you being fruitful. Stop looking for all the negativity of everything that's going on. Stop looking and living your life according to the, the prophecies of the circumstantial evidence realm. Stop looking to this physical realm to be your answer. You need to bring your fruitfulness. You need to bring your spirit of life in Christ Jesus right into all these areas that God is calling you to take dominion. He is sending you into storms. He is sending you into dry and thirsty places to be refreshing. But you understand your roots are fully 
connected into the rivers of living water. You will never be fruitless and your your leaves will never fail and they will never cease to be green. They will not wither on the vine no matter what he is turned up. Hear the word of the Lord today. Why? Because my trust and my hope is in the Lord. He is my hope. I just don't trust him. He is my elpis. He is my security. He is my certain thing. I have a certain thing. So I want to tell you, as we are in, uh, and uh, I'm going to get into, I don't know if I'm going to get into it because I'm 20 minutes in right now, but I want to get into what is the state of flux that we're in. What is flux? Flux is everything is changing. And so you need to understand that in this season of flux, which we will be in for years, ladies and gentlemen, what do you, that's really disappointing. You mean I'm going to, we're in a consistent change? Yes, you're not only in your, in a consistent uh, season of change, you're in a consistent season of transition. You will be transitioning quicker. You will be uh, being restored quicker. So what would take 10 years will take two years. What would take two years will take six months. What would take six months what might take weeks underneath this new regime, this new speed of God, this new atmosphere, and this territorial taking dominion manifestation of the sons and daughters of God who understand and can hear and obey, who can look and live and know, and know how to handle the word of life. You need to understand you need sustainability through the spirit of humility and the fruit of self-control. You need to understand that to be able to load manage the information from the world and the revelation and the mysteries revealed from God, you need the spirit of wisdom and the gift of discernment and the gift of discerning of spirits. You need these things. You need to take note of what I'm saying right now and pray. Pray into them. Call them into. Use your voice and activate these gifts and promises. These spirits, you must operate in them to live successfully in this world. So, Ah, I didn't even read the whole thing, did I? So 2 Timothy, let's just go back there. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, once again, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Lord, Ladies and gentlemen, understand God went ahead of time to prepare a way for us in the midst of this season of transition, in this state of flux, in this in this season of transition, and this season of quickly advancing. There's exponential advancement happening um, in the physical realm. We've been taking, we've been making progress upon this uh, the high places of difficulty. We've been making sorry, advancements 
in, in all these different places that have been trying to define, delay, and deny us. We've been making spiritual advancements because when the enemy came in like a flood, the spirit raised up a standard and we were propelled into greater things than we would not have had the opportunity had the problems not come our way. So uh, you need to understand that we, we're, we're coming out of that season and we're entering into that season of fortification, a season of death, a season of using the problems to, to produce power. And we're moving into a season of taking back and taking over. And God, and while we're in this season of instability in the physical realm, we need to understand that God put into place before time began uh, significant, wonderful, abundant pathways that we can walk upon, solidly founded upon the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. That rock, we're on that rock and our pathway is on that rock of Jesus Christ. And we need to understand that. So verse 10, but but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Did you hear that? But has now revealed, sorry, but now has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a war of awareness. You need to see him. You need to look at him so you can live in the now. If you look at him, you can live in the now. but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Lord, of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death, that he he got, he has destroyed it. He has um, rendered it inoperative in your life. Is it operating in other areas? Yeah, but it's our job to displace death even amongst those that are not regenerated. See, death is abolished in your life, rendered inoperative. Now your job is to defeat death in the world. You need to make your your realms, your spheres of influence, you may need to make them just like heaven where death does not rule and reign, where death is rendered inoperative. Come on now. You have this is your mandate from God to go into all the worlds and make the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of our God. You go forth and you bring life. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus Christ has come to give life and life much more abundantly. And you give the abundant life because you are now. Partners with Christ himself. Woo! So Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light. Immortality has always been there, but now we're bringing immortality to light through the gospel. We are getting immortality. We're being reformed. We're being transformed. We're being restored because God is light. And God is bringing light to the revelation of immortality. Wow. Woo! The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is bringing light to immortality 
it is bring it brought life and immortality to light by the gospel. What is the gospel? Jesus paid the price. I am remembering you today by bringing to you communion, by bringing to you the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I am putting you back together with your purpose and you are planted in the house of God. You're planted in as an oak of righteousness. You're planted by beside the streams of living water and your roots go down deep, wrapping around the rock of your salvation. Your roots are going deep and they're drinking of the rivers of living water. And when the heat comes, baby, and the heat is coming, we won't have to get out of anywhere because we can handle the heat because we're, we are rooted in rivers of living water and the freshness of the anointing and the freshness of the living waters are coursing through our veins because we are in the vine. John chapter 15 talks about being in the vine. We're tapped into the vine. We are the branches that have been grafted into the vine and we are always getting our sustenance from the vine. My God. I need a, whoo, hallelujah. Let's sip a coffee there. Guys, we're in a brand new season. We're in a brand new day. And that's good. Our best days are upon us and coming upon us. But we need to understand we can't do things like we used to do them. You, you can't just you can't just do what you want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it, then then willing to sacrifice so that you can spend significant times in his presence to get anointed again. We need to not do that anymore. I love you guys, but stop saying I'll, I'll sacrifice later. I'll just do what I think I need to do. Don't go out of your house without your marching orders from the Lord. Don't leave Jerusalem until you're endowed with peace. Don't leave peace until you're endowed with power. Don't leave your peace. And then don't, don't leave peace. Get to your peace and don't leave peace till the power comes. What does that have to do with anything? You need to understand. You need to spend time with God. God, you need to uh, always be in a habitual habitation, a habitual habitation of his glory. You need to understand that you become one with God by his word, by his name, and by his glory, John chapter 17. And I want to leave this with you. And I'm going to probably come back to this uh, a little bit more. But this is what the Lord said to me on May 5th, 2022. Are you ready? Barry, I am going to teach you a way and reveal to you a truth that will keep you tapped into my spirit. I'm revealing this to you today. Because he doesn't want you to come in and out. That he, There are moments of visitation where he brings you to a better, bigger level of accessibility to habitation. But a visitation isn't to go back to what you used to be. It's not like a visit from your grandmother or from a relative and then they go back. No, when he comes, he brings the watershed 
And then you need to operate from that level. And, 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 and we are entering into a new level. That's what he shared with me. You will be being continually filled. Yes, I am about to reveal a door of revelation of my kingdom that when you enter it, you will operate in realms of my spirit for the next 30 plus years. I am about to reveal a door of revelation of my kingdom that when you enter it, you will operate in the realms of my spirit for the next 30 plus years. I am walking through this doorway even right now. It's like I've entered through this gateway and this gateway and the threshold is a little larger than I suspected. But the re what I'm entering into this, guys. And I want you to come with me. He said, he said this to me. Yes, son. I am revealing a mystery of longevity for you. You have chosen well. Sorry. You have chosen well, and I am well pleased with you. And you have discovered. Whose you are, who you are, you are standing even as Jesus stood knowing whose and who he was. When he was before Pilate, they would ask him questions. When he was, when he was beaten and he was all these things and he was standing there and they were accusing him and they were asking him questions, he would only ask questions that related to his identity as a son of God. He said, Barry, this, he, I highlighted this. You need to know that you are my royal son, even like unto Jesus. You need to receive this. You are a child of God, like unto Jesus. Either you have become a co-heir with Christ Jesus, or you have not. You're listening to me and you don't feel you're worthy. Maybe you need to repent and understand that the spirit of righteousness might not be on the inside of you. Maybe you did not get born again. And if I can convince you that you're not born again, you are not born again. Because there's got to be a knowing and an absolute. And I will not have your blood on my hands. You need to understand. You need to ask God. God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I, I did. When I was four, I, I accepted him. You, you need to fortify your position. I'm not saying save, lost, save, lost. I'm not trying to get you unsaved. I don't think I can. But I'm saying to you, you need to have the spirit of righteousness to give you the understanding of what I'm talking about. And you are, Jesus Christ died for you, bled for you, rose for you, ascended for you, and sat down for you. But in the midst of it all, you were the one that was restored just like him. You're the one that sat down with him. You're the one that was raised from the dead. You're the one that died with him. You became one with him. You became one with the Lord Jesus Christ. So say this after me. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I come to you. I need you. 
Holy Spirit come into my life. I want to become one with the Holy Spirit. I want to become one with the Spirit of the living God. I want to rule and reign with Christ. I want to have the understanding of what it is to be a son and daughter of God. You need to, guys, you need to understand this. Spend some time with him, with the Lord. Ask him. Let him reveal to you this treasure. He said to me, Barry, you need to know that you are my royal son, even like unto Jesus. This is the truth that I am revealing. I am revealing this through you, Barry, to my people. And I'm doing my job today. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more. But it is an identity question. Who are you? And whose are you? Have you been bought with a price? Are you the Lord Jesus Christ? Is, is he yours? Are you in Christ Jesus according to five, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21? Have you been united through the whole process? Is your trust, is your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ? These are the questions that you need to answer in this season. Why? Because you need stability. You need to understand that we're in a very shaky season, but you don't have to be shook. We're in a, in, in a season where hearts are failing, but yours are stayed and pure and true. That when other people's, th their lives are fading and they're not bearing fruitfulness, you need to understand that your, your life will not fade. It will get brighter and brighter and you will be more and more fruitful. But you need to understand we got to do it God's way. We're in a new season. He is reforming his new creation. He's putting us into our places. We need to understand these things. It's a good day. Don't misunderstand anything I'm saying. I'm not trying to complicate things. Don't, don't think of this complicated. It's simple. Give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Obey him. Spend time with him and in his word and let him reveal to you the, the, the revealed mysteries bringing the possibility of tremendous finances and blessings. So why? So that you can be an influencer, so that you can influence, so that you can bring the gospel. So he wants to prosper you more than you want to prosper. He has already promised you a, a, a promise of this, that I, I will cause you to gain wealth. Why? So you can establish the covenant in the land, Deuteronomy 8.18. You are to be a solutionist. You are to be an answer in this season. Be the answer. Be the solution. And you will live um, the most rewarding, fulfilling, satisfied life you could ever dream of. Love you guys. Once again, we have a huge conference coming up. Ascend the Summit in Edmonton, March 22nd and 23rd. I'm, I'm going to be in Edmonton on uh, February 1st through the 7th. I'm preaching a young adults meeting and youth meeting on the Friday night at Church on the Vine. Uh, I think that's on the 4th. And then, no, that's maybe on the 3rd. And then on the 4th and the and uh, and the 6th, I'm preaching at the church as well, at Church on the Vine in Edmonton, Alberta, with uh, Pastor uh, Rodney and Tracy Fortin. 
Uh, I will be back in Edmonton on March, the first weekend of March at the summit uh, with Chris and Nikki Mathis. And I think Cindy Jacobs is going to be there as well. But uh, this one that I'm talking about, uh, March 22nd, 23rd, uh, I've rented out the Marriott uh, in Edmonton, right by the airport, the Delta Marriott. And it's a beautiful facility. And go on my go on my website, uh, barrymiracle.ca, uh, or you can email me at events at barrymiracle.ca. Uh, here's where you can get your tickets at barrymiracle.ca backslash ascend the summit. Um, go there, buy your tickets. We still have hotel rooms that are available at $159 a night. They're regular, almost $400 a night there. So, uh, but I, this is going to be a tremendous time. We're going to be talking about things like this and preparing of how to have a sustainability in this season of shaking, have sustainability in advance and begin to position ourselves in the place to receive everything that God intended for his church to receive so that we could be the answer instead of the government or other organizations. This is an exciting time. I, I, and I just bless you. And Father God, Thank you once again for the, our listeners and the people that are watching us on YouTube. Father God, we bless them right now with a grace to tap into all of your resources. Give them a revelation of their sonship. Give them the revelation of their royalty. Give them a revelation of their priesthood. Give them a revelation that they are already tapped into the rivers of living water and that they can just begin to draw. Give them a, a grace to voice activate the drawing of the rivers of the living water through the through the the their lives and their ministries and their their businesses and that they would be fruitful Lord God and they would be answers to everyone I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus blessings on you all for now till next week bye bye thanks again for joining us today on wake up into your dream my great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca you can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.